I hope you got the ones that don't have like a burpy aftertaste. Uh, well, I did notice that they had some that were burpless, but I'm not having a burpy aftertaste issue with the ones I bought. So, oh, good, perfect. Hey, everybody! Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today's episode is focused on drugstore beauty, specifically makeup. Did you hear that phone ring? I did. (laughs) I'm in my husband's office right now. That's his desk It's a very office phone sounding ring. I mean, he's at his actual like physical office today, but the phone rings here when it rings on his desk. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to connect with us outside of the podcast, we'd love to have you on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter. We are at Megan and Wendy. We also have a Patreon for $5 a month. You can get exclusive podcast episodes over there. Which reminds me, we need to record one, don't we? Oh, man. Maybe tomorrow. Check out patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy for more information. You can also email us at Megan and Wendy at gmail.com. And I have emails for both of us to share this week. And you're going to need to read them because Megan sent me these on a note and they are so tiny. Oh, yeah. You can open <laughs> like I, I have them open as sep- you can click on them and they open as separate images, but I will read them. OK. First is from Michelle. It says, Wendy, you are ahead of the game. The main reason my broken foot didn't heal properly was lack of blood flow, which is kind of hard to avoid when you aren't using your foot 100% for over a month. Mm-hmm. After seeing a new orthopedist four months after being cleared by the original orthopedist, I was sent to physical therapy. After about two weeks of strengthening my foot, she started using a massager on my calf. It was a game changer. Biggest issue with foot slash ankle breaks at, quote, our age is the arthritis, calcium, and tendons that tighten up. I finally finished PT last month, and I still do the exercises, but it's not the same. I'm definitely going to look into buying the mini massager you talked about. Oh, girl, you got to get it. I was using it last night, actually, because my both of my legs hurt really badly right now after a long weekend, so... I've been using it. I love it so much. And I also want to add, she she mentions blood flow to the feet. I, I visited my chiropractor and because when I fell, I fell pretty hard. When I broke my ankle, I fell and hit the garage floor pretty hard. So mm-hmm. I went to go see the chiropractor just to make sure that I was all in alignment. This is somebody I see on the regular. And he told me, he's like, yes, the feet and ankles take a really long time to heal because of blood flow that blood doesn't get down there that often it's slower down there so it Mm -hmm. slows everything and he's the extremity right so he said you need to get some little dumbbells and sit there and get your heart rate up so your blood starts pumping and that will help interesting like even just like upper body exercises help with that yes so i'm gonna start trying to do that starting today That's a great idea. I would not have thought of that. Mm -hmm. That's why we're not medical professionals. That's right. She does say, glad you're a little more mobile, but don't push yourself. Let the bones heal. I know. That is advice Wendy did not follow this weekend. I did not. I had to be on my feet. Yeah, I'm paying for it this week for sure. Yeah, and I said, don't do too much, but doesn't listen. But you don't understand. No, I, look, I do understand you, like me, are terrible at admitting that you probably, not that you're not capable, but it is maybe not in your best interest at doing something and you don't want to ask anybody for help. 
I know. And nobody took advantage of me. Everybody was like, oh, Wendy, please sit down. Please sit down. Please sit down. And I was like, I'm fine. Everything is cool. And then I went home and I was like, ah. Yes, I 100% know. The next email is from Lene, who says, Megan, I feel your pain. I've been tired for the past few years. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Me too. Wendy is right. Give yourself grace. It's okay to take things off your list or not even make a list. And it's okay to ask for help. (laughs) I'm still figuring out my energy levels. Lab work will help. Side note, I have a comment on this. It doesn't always tell the full story. I've had glimpses of higher energy days, which reminds me of how I used to feel and gives me hope that they will return if I can decode what works for me. What is starting to work for me? These are her tips. Dealing with my thyroid issues. Figuring out I was anemic and adding iron. Adding a B supplement. Going back to bed for 30 to 60 minutes after the kids are off to school. Adding a special coffee if I have a big deadline, but I can't do that more than two days in a row. Adding hydration packets to my water. And taking a day off from commitments each week to recharge. For me, it is Mondays. I follow Lene on yeah. Instagram and she did a whole video yesterday about about that about taking Mondays off and what that looks like. Yeah. I love that idea. Tell me your thoughts on the lab work. Well, after our conversation I am due for my annual physical, so I scheduled it. Mhm. Uh, and that will include lab work. I don't think that's going to be like the magic pill that's going to solve the problem, but I do think it's something that A needs to happen. I have to get as a result of that, I have to get like my dermatologist referral for my skin check and all of that. So it's just stuff that needs to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can't hurt might help. I have a question for you. Yeah. Will will that lab report, will they test your hormone levels by chance? No, I think that has to be done. I'm going to ask him about that at the appointment. But I also have an appointment with my OB who may be the more appropriate one to Mm-hmm. schedule the hormone blood work so i will talk to him about i know because maybe it's just perimenopause or menopause yeah. you know yeah. i mean I, that's how i feel i've been reading a lot of stuff lately about menopause now i have been in surgical menopause for 10 plus years what this means is that i had my ovaries removed 10 years ago because of my history of cancer and i did not realize that menopause beyond like hot flashes and can't sleep at night also are is like osteoporosis check for Mm -hmm. me right brain fog and memory loss which i'm totally struggling with Mm -hmm. fatigue totally struggling with so there's a lot of things maybe to look into yeah, and if you missed a recent, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, we did a recent episode. It was a complaint department episode where I lost my mind about the way we treat menopause, which is to not treat it at all, essentially. So if you want to hear me completely lose it. I thought you were going to say when I completely lost my mind about almond farming. <laughs> that was another great Was that the same episode? Great, great tangent. I do not believe so. <laughs> That was climate change. No, is the drought over? (laughs) Yeah, the short version of that is it drives me absolutely bonkers when it rains for a day in California and everyone's like, don't tell me there's a drought. Okay, but it's rained for a month now. Is the drought over yet now? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The point I make in that Patreon episode is that Californians, unfortunately, need to live as if we are in a perpetual state of drought because it is not a one and done situation. Go listen to the episode. Okay. Yes. 
I'll leave a link in the show notes. And please do. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. We'd love to have you as part of our Patreon community. Let's hear a recommendation that you have. Yeah, we're just it's a full 180 here. Mm-hmm. I Do you follow Bethany Frankel on Instagram or on TikTok? TikTok? It's the same videos. Yeah. She publishes them in both places. She calls herself a de-influencer, which is a word I've heard you use in the last couple of weeks. She does makeup reviews. And what I like about it is that she just tells it like it is. She'll let you know if it's garbage. And it's like everything from like drugstore to luxury brands. Um, I just am obsessed with these videos. I don't know why I want to buy everything that she says is good. So yeah. she's she's influencing me with her de-influencer stuff. What's really funny is there's been some pushback against those videos. Why? And I don't even remember because anytime someone gets popular with something, there's going to be a group of people who are like, well, here's why that's bad. I don't have a strong opinion, but there was some speculation that like she's going to launch a beauty brand. Like after doing this, she's going to be like, and now you can trust me and buy Skinny Girl Cosmetics. Oh, yeah. But that remains to be seen. If you like Bethany Frankel, those videos are great because she's like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. She's she's a fun watch. Well, I think, too, there's probably a lot of pushback because she's super polarizing and people don't like her. Right. I like her. I liked her as a reality TV star. I like her as a businesswoman. I enjoy that she doesn't sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. And to your note about... Now she's gaining trust and may launch a product of her own. I don't know how that's any different from like Tati on YouTube, who has made the same type of videos forever and launched her own brand, right? No, I don't think it is at all. Same thing. So, I mean, I don't, I know, I know you're not being critical of Bethany Frankel. I am being critical of those people who are being critical of her for that reason. Yeah, if that every, makes sense. Every success has its detractors. Right, exactly. Talk to me about meal planning. So remember when we both subscribed to e-meals at one time? Yeah, I think it's still of every meal planning, meal prep service that we've ever done is my favorite. Yeah, this is not sponsored, guys. But I have not made one meal since I broke my ankle. And, you know, the first two weeks is... Rightly so, but beyond that now, (laughs) I'm still not making dinner for anybody in this house. And I think I'm going to subscribe to emails again because I really, I need to take the planning out of it. Yeah. And just have it be like, here, click this. This is what you need. Order this from the grocery store. Click this. And then boom, I pick up my groceries and make the food. Yeah. We have a full YouTube review. Again, not sponsored of emails, but... It is a meal planning app, and one of the cool things about it is they have a lot of categories. It can be like five ingredients or less or family-friendly meals or gluten-free meals or whatever, kid-friendly meals, and they have a ton of categories, and you can pick and choose from within all of those categories, and then it takes all those ingredients and dumps them into a grocery list for you, and then it integrates with grocery delivery or pickup services. Obviously, you don't have to do any of that. But you can then take that grocery list. You can take off anything you don't want, and then you can drop it into, like, Walmart grocery pickup or Kroger grocery pickup. I I love that it has all those added features for you. Me too. That's, I just need somebody to do it for me. 
Yeah. In my experience, the meals were really things my family would eat because I've done other meal planning services. My family is very basic in their likes and dislikes. And there are so many things that they're just not going to eat. Like I am an adventurous eater. I'll eat a variety of foods. My family is not. So yeah, you don't need like the pork tenderloin with the apricot glazed like, whatever. Get out of here with salmon. Like they're just not going to do it. Like I love yeah. salmon. No one else in my house is going to eat it. Same girl. Yeah. I have a quick recommendation on meal planning, and that's an Instagram account that I love. And the Instagram account is Trader Joe's Five Items or Less, mm. and it is exactly like it sounds recipes that are five items or less and she posts a picture of the ingredients and a picture of the finished product and then the recipe i've made several things from this list it's a great little resource for quick and easy meals and this stuff is actually good i'm following her right now yeah (laughs) and i believe she has a cookbook as well by the same name but at this point i currently just follow the instagram account got it So let's talk – last week we did a pop culture episode, and we should have talked about this here up top, but we didn't. I can't get enough of hashtag Scandaval. (laughs) Now, if anybody has followed us for any period of time, knows my love runs deep for the reality TV show Vanderpump Rules. I have watched it since day one. I have rewatched it so many times. And the current, you know, like breakup news, scandal – that's happening there. I just can't. Every day I wake up and I'm like, I from the gossip blogs, I need more and more information. Like injected into my vein. I love it. I freaking love it. And now I'm watching this season with like different eyes and I'm yeah. looking for like Easter eggs of like cheating. And oh, it's just amazing. I just love it. What season is this? Like season 10? 10. Yeah, something okay, like that. Okay, so... You shared with me and someone else posted, if you want like a Vanderpump Rules primer, there's like a list of episodes that we'll leave a link to in our show notes. If you're that like, well, I can't watch 10 episodes. Peacock put that out. Stop. That's yes. amazing. I didn't it, even realize that. <laughs> they're like, yes, thank you very much. We're going to put this out. Come watch it on our streaming service. Yeah. So if you're like, I don't have 200 episodes of Vanderpump Rules in my heart, I can watch these 12 episodes and get an idea of who these people are. If you're like, I don't understand what is going on. It's too much information, which is, it is a lot. Because if you're on Instagram, you know, people are posting like really niche takes that if you're not like part of the community, you're like, <laughs> what is going on? I have a recommendation for people who are like me, who I've seen season one. And now, of course, I've seen season 10 and never an episode in between. Okay. <laughs> and that is the podcast Rich and Daily. And they are a spinoff of a podcast called Even the Rich. But this is a 15-minute episode daily based on some sort of pop culture news. Oh, and so nice. they did an episode on Scandaval, and then they did a follow-up episode the following week because there was so much new information. And I have a feeling that if more information comes out, they'll do another one because I imagine they're doing pretty well. But those are quick 12 to 15 minute primers on what is happening, who are the players, why does it matter? So I freaking love it. Well, I I will also add that if you're not listening to the podcasts from Lala Kent, from Sheena Shea, from Kristen Doty, you're really missing out as well. And even, even Stassi Schroeder jumped in this last week and talked about it. And she's like been way removed from the show. Like, is still friendly with some people, but like 
felt the need that she had to talk about the stuff that's been going on. I have been, you know, last week I was like, I don't have any motivation. I can't get anything done. And mostly that's still the case. Like, I'm not like a changed woman, but I am trying to, there are a couple things that are working for me in terms of, I wrote hacking my day in our notes, just like tricking my brain into getting things done. Mm -hmm. I talked last week about how I was like, I'm going to get into habit trackers and I was sick the first two weeks of March. So I have a habit tracker that starts on March 13th. But you know what? You start where you start. And I filled in some daily habits that I would like to make into habits. Some well, daily habits that I would like to make into habits. Share them with us. Like what? Well, don't judge the very basicness of my habits. So the kitchen and living room evening shutdown cleanup. Mm-hmm. Taking my vitamins every day. Good. Remembering to fill my water bottle first thing in the morning. Fantastic. Going for a walk. Fantastic. Using the walking desk yes, for girl. 30 minutes a day. Doing my stretches. Good. Which make me angry, but make me feel better. <laughs> and then I want to talk more about this, my 20-minute timer. If you follow us on Instagram, you're probably annoyed. I talk about it all the time. But I set a 20-minute timer Typically in the morning, after I've dropped my kids off, before I'm going to sit down and like focus on a task, I set the timer in the kitchen and I just sweep through my house. I go upstairs. I open shutters. I open windows. If my kids have left things on the floor, they're mostly responsible for their rooms. But I'll kind of, you know, like if there's dishes left in there or trash, I'll do a little tidy. They suck at making their beds. Like I just start a load of laundry, sweep through my room, make sure the bed's made. Towels are picked up. Just all the basic things. Dishes in the dishwasher. Kitchen counter wiped down. You can do a lot in 20 minutes, but you're not doing any, like, focused deep cleaning during that time. Mm-hmm. Pillows back where they belong. Whatever. Just – and it's going to look different for everybody, whatever your priorities are. But it works for me, one, because it's like I'm in competition with myself to, like, see how much I can get done in this time. Mm-hmm. And, two, there's an end point. So it's easier for me to say, like, I'm going to – keep moving for 20 minutes than it is to say like I'm gonna go put laundry away I don't <laughs> I don't know why it just is and you can do anything for 20 minutes I absolutely agree I love the idea of the habit tracker I was worried last week that you were getting too hard on yourself with like feeling like you had to start all this stuff when you still were like very sick but when you mentioned like filling up your water bottle and taking your vitamins Like, these are things that I need to do every day as well. And, like, for some reason, my brain just, like, it will be 830 at night and it will be poof. You haven't had any water or any vitamins or anything. So, like, yes, I think I need, like, a printed list every day to remind me of these things. I love it. We'll link the habit tracker that I'm currently using. It was recommended by our friend Elizabeth on Instagram. But it has space for multiple habits on one page. So, it's monthly and you can... I need mine to be like, take vitamins and then have like a subset of all the vitamins that I have to take <laughs> because uh, I usually go, eh, I don't want to take that one, you know? Oh, interesting. So... I'm taking a fish oil and let me tell you, I like pat myself on the back every single time. I'm like, you did a good job, girl. That was really hard. <laughs> Is it because it's big or... It's huge, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope you got the ones that don't have like a burpy aftertaste. Uh, well, I did notice that they had some that were burpless, but I'm not having a burpy aftertaste issue with the ones I bought. So, Oh, good. Perfect. I wish they had a gummy, but they don't. 
Like, I want a candy vitamin. <laughs> are all your other ones candy vitamins? None of them are, actually. <laughs> I think we're too old for candy vitamins, even though I know I whatever. I just have feelings about those. Oh, do you? I just think that like here and there, I think they're fine to take. Like, like for example, you got me the calcium supplements that are like a gummy, right? Yeah. Great. Perfect. I love those. But if I was taking like a multivitamin that was a gummy and then 14 others, I feel like I would be eating a bag of gummy bears. You know, it's just oh, like a lot yes. of I could like, not take every one of my vitamins. No. Like, <laughs> I've got like my vitamin D and my vitamin B and my. <laughs> no. Yeah, that no is way. too many gummies. No I agree. way. Just finally to wrap this up, I want to share an experience with you. Mm. This last couple of weeks, I've been working 10 hours a day probably on yeah. a on a fundraising event that we had last weekend. And it was great. And my brain has been working at this level that it hasn't worked at in a really long time. And I kind of missed it. I got to yeah. say, like, yes, it was a lot of work, but like my brain felt like it was firing an on all cylinders. I could remember names and dates and who did this and what we needed to be done. And I didn't need to make a list. It was just everything was there and working. And I miss it because that's what it was like when I was working full time or when I was in college. I haven't had like that much brain activity, I think, in the last many, many years. So how are you going to replicate that feeling going forward? I don't know. I'm like, do I need to get a job like a real yeah. outside of the podcast? Yeah. Um, or I honestly thought about going back to school, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But for what? Just because. It's not like I'm going to go get my master's and do something with it, you know? I don't know. Just a thought. Well, but you could also, it doesn't necessarily have to be like working towards a degree. There's like classes towards a certificate or classes in, like when you talked about, I don't know if you remember this, but at the end of Probably last not. year, <laughs> you talked about like, I think it was like, I don't have anything going on. And you made this whole list of things you wanted yeah. to do. And one yeah. of them was like, take a class in social media management and yeah. take a class in, right? Like, it doesn't have to yeah. be like, I'm going to take a four-year degree. Yeah. No. Well, I did see this this course offered. It's eight weeks online nutrition science offered through Stanford. And I was oh. like, would I be into that? I think I might be into that. That's cool. But we'll see. We'll see. Just I don't know. About. Something to think about. Yeah. I don't want my brain to die. <laughs> you I know? hear you. It's, it felt good. It felt good to get it exercising again. Yeah. Let's talk about makeup now. All right. We'll be right back <laughs> with our thoughts on makeup. Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Brittany. And together we host OKS Moms, the podcast. Every Tuesday, you can find us in your podcast feed with a new episode on a variety of motherhood topics. Motherhood looks differently for everyone, and none of us are doing it perfectly, no matter what anyone's Instagram feed tells you. We believe that in order to be the best mom, whatever that looks like to you, you need to carve out an identity for yourself so that you feel like someone other than just mom. With a mix of lighthearted episodes where we discuss things like pop culture and kids' birthday party norms, to heavier topics like helping children cope with grief and redefining your relationship with alcohol, we set out to normalize imperfect motherhood and empower you to make whatever decision is best for you and your family. And don't miss our monthly OKS Mom Moment episodes where we share listener-submitted stories from the motherhood trenches. 
you know, those moments that we all have that leave you saying WTF or the times you got a dirty look in public for letting your child do something that they quote, shouldn't do. The kind of stuff that you'd only share with your best girlfriends and not strangers on the internet. Find us wherever you get your podcasts on Instagram at Podcast or at okayusmoms.com. Well, I feel like I could talk all day about drugstore makeup, but to keep it organized, keep it moving, we've broken this down by category. And I want to ask you a question. Okay. Give us a percentage of how much like drugstore makeup you have in your collection. It's easily at least 80%. Okay. So like this is your... Favorite. I could try to easily do a full face every single day of drugstore makeup. And where do you buy your drugstore makeup? <laughs> Almost exclusively at Target. Mm-hmm. Occasionally at Ulta. And then sometimes I'll get suckered into like an actual drugstore, like a Walgreens or a CVS. But don't do that, you guys, because it's so much more expensive. But I'm going to tell you right now that Target has had terrible, terrible terrible selection of drugstore makeup over the last year. And sometimes, at least at my Target, it's always picked over. It's always a mess. It's always dirty. It disgusts me. If I go to my CVS, CVS has fully stocked all these Mm. brands that you can't get at Target. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I do pay a little bit more for the the brands of finding it in store. Yeah, exactly. I agree. And also, what happens is, unfortunately, because of TikTok, new and popular products mm. go viral, and then they're gone for yeah. months at a time. Yeah. And then, you know, Target will be like, TikTok viral. They'll have, like, this sign it's on. Like, Stop advertising it. Like, Don't tell people that. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I hate that. And I feel like makeup companies should know, like, if they have a good product and then it's going to go viral somewhere, like, have enough of it right? sell it. Yes. Yeah, don't make me look every week when I go to Target and it's not there and then I get pissed off. Let's start with foundation. I have three that are in regular rotation and I often combine two of these. So one is the Wet n Wild Tinted Hydrator. It is a $4.99 foundation. It I has medium coverage. It's a really nice finish, but I do have skin that tends to be on the oilier side. So I will often mix it with one of the following two foundations, the L'Oreal Nude Tinted Serum, which has such a great finish. It's a light coverage if you like that sort of thing. Keep in mind, I am 43 years old, so we're dealing with maturing skin here. So I need something that's not going to accentuate or settle into fine lines. And my other drugstore foundation love is the cult classic Maybelline matte and poreless it's stuck around for a reason I would say that's again a medium coverage foundation any one of these is fine on their own but something about mixing in that wet and wild just gives them a little oomph I really love them I I think that people don't often think to do that that you can mix foundations mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. not that I'm any kind of like makeup expert but i just see it a lot on tiktok and youtube where i watch a lot of makeup videos yeah 
For me, my favorite two drugstore foundations that I have used for years are both from L'Oreal. The first one is the Infallible Pro Glow Foundation. Unlike Megan, I'm a little dry. So I like a foundation that has a glowing component. Mm -hmm. Also, I love their Infallible Fresh Wear 24-Hour Foundation. It's a little more coverage. Mm -hmm. Comes in a nice glass bottle. With it's, the pump, right? It's, yes. I love the pump. It's such a great foundation and highly like recommended by like a lot of people, not just your suburban mom here in Orange County. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. And one of the things that I think is challenging if you watch a lot of YouTube or you watch a lot of TikTok, the focus is like, what's new? What's new? What's mm-hmm. new? Right? And Mm -hmm. so it's easy to forget about these products that are tried and true that, of course, are still great. But the focus on these people whose job is to create content is to be pushing what's new. And so sometimes I feel like, well, I've been using that for a long time. Is it any good? Yes, it's still good. Yeah. I get wrapped up in the FOMO of it, too. Like, oh, I must have that new foundation because it's going to make a world of difference. And, you know, maybe it's nice. But also, I really like these two other foundations are just so nice next up for concealer so my tried and true is the wet and wild photo focus concealer it is hard to find Mm -hmm. uh it came out god we were still making videos at that time so it's been over five years probably that it's been out and what you find from like drugstore makeup is like it cycles through mm-hmm. like the photo, the photo focus brand. Like they had a foundation at one time too. I still think they make that, but the concealer has been since replaced with, you know, a new and improved with a different name. So you can still find the photo focus, but it's usually on like the very bottom shelf and not on a lot of color selection. So sometimes I order it online. Sometimes I can't find it at all. And that's why lately I've been like testing out new concealers. Mm -hmm. And one that I have found that I really like so far is the NYX Can't Stop Won't Stop Contour Concealer. It's a a heavy coverage. Is Uh that the right word? Heavy coverage? Full coverage. Full coverage is the word I was looking for. I have really dark circles under my eyes. And sometimes I really need a full coverage concealer. If I'm like going out or at an event or something like that, the day-to-day, I don't really care so much. But this has been a nice product that I've been playing with. Question. Do you ever mess around with color correctors for under-eye darkness? Yes. My go-to 100% is not a drugstore item. It's Mm -hmm. color science. It's a like a a peachy, orangish color corrector serum that you put under your eyes. There's a ton of drugstore options that are similar to that, but to me that I have found like that is what I like the best. I like how I can layer on top of it. So I'm going to spend my money there. Yeah. You know. For concealers from the drugstore, I just mentioned that I have oily skin, but under my eyes, I like hydrating products because again, 43 and getting older I don't want anything that's going to settle there. So two that I like are the NYX Bear With Me Concealer. It is such a nice formula. I know you bought it, but the color came and it was way too dark. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're able to get your hands on a lighter one, I really like the finish of that one. It just 
looks really nice under the eyes. And the other is from e.l.f. It's their hydrating camo concealer. Now, e.l.f. makes two camo concealers. One has a black lid. Unless you have the world's most perfect under eyes, avoid that because it will dry your eyes out like the Sahara Desert. It will settle into every fine line. Do not do it. But the hydrating camo concealer is fan-freaking-tastic. Nice. Powder. Yeah, what do you what do you like about powder? Do you are you like a pressed powder, a loose powder? I like a loose powder for setting my makeup. Again, oily skin, I have to set my makeup. I see people and they're like, I'm just gonna put this concealer on and go about my day. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I need to set my makeup. There's two from the drugstore I love. I think the Maybelline Fit Me powder is great, but I don't find it lasts as long on oily skin. Sorry to be a broken record, but that's my feeling. I love the Wet n Wild translucent powder. It's very inexpensive. Comes in a giant jar. Lasts me a long time. The finish is great. Sets my makeup for the whole day. I've been using it with a little triangle powder puff. Mm-hmm. Love it. I want to get some of those powder puffs. I've yeah, seeing, they're real fun. I really like them. I've been seeing Tati use those quite a bit. Yeah. The loose powders that I like are not drugstore, uh -huh. but I do use one drugstore powder. It's the Maybelline Banana Powder. It's a loose setting powder. You can use it like under, I mean, you can use it everywhere because it gives your face a little brightening. Mm -hmm. I use it very light dusting of it under my eyes just to make sure things don't settle into the fine lines. Sure. And I do find that it, it brightens the area. That's That's what I like best about it. Yeah, I like a banana powder, too. I have one from Essence, and I'll use it under mm. my eyes and then sometimes just sweep it down my nose for a long mm -hmm. time. How about blush? Do you own a lot of blush? <laughs> um, I actually do. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to go first? I do. Well, my favorite blush of all time is it's called Wet n Wild Icon Color. It's in, called The Princess Diaries. It does not exist anymore. I looked oh, at their no. website this morning. It is no longer there. Walmart said that they were selling it, but when I clicked on it, it was like from a retailer outside of Walmart for oh, fifteen dollars. Like oh no 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 no! I'm like get out of here. So I have since replaced that. I I love this blush in a dusty mauve. It's from Essence. It's just called the blush. It's a round little pan of it. It's so cheap. I really like that one a lot. I am currently getting into cream blushes. Yeah, me too. I just bought LA Girl Cream Blush in the color Rosebud. And it's because I saw Bethany Frankel do this, oh. <laughs> which not with this product. Circle. I think I can't remember what product she used, but it was a cream blush. And she took like a, a kind of a firmer makeup brush and just dotted it on the makeup brush and then put it on like that way. And I really liked it this s this like la girl one a a brand you don't see everywhere i found it at a local target which is beyond i don't think i've ever seen la girl at target before yeah but it's like seven dollars six dollars i don't know something fun and new to play with i'm kind of into it so i love a cream blush too although i don't currently own any from the drugstore i have a huda beauty one i have a rare beauty one and the thing with cream blush is I feel like we've been bamboozled a little bit because you kind of have to layer a cream blush with a powder blush. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, man, we've just made more work for ourselves. But it does 
look better. Like it stays longer, that combo. Yeah. So I have been wanting to find a drugstore cream blush that I love, but from the drugstore, I do have longtime favorite Milani Luminoso. It's a baked blush. It's been a favorite of many for so it's just it's just a corally, shimmery, fun blush. I love it. And Based on the popularity of that color, Milani recently created an entire line around that color. So there's an eyeshadow palette, a liquid blush, a plumping lip gloss. So if you're a longtime Milani Luminoso fan, they have not forsaken you. They are coming to you with new products. How about bronzer? So I'm also into cream bronzers right now. But the one I use is not from the drugstore. I'm using one from Nude Sticks. But the e.l.f. putty bronzer is pretty great. I don't think it has as much like lasting power as some of the other cream bronzers. And one thing I'm seeing a lot of people use as like a cream bronzer is darker shades of a concealer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, that's really unfair to people who actually need those shades. Like you guys are selling those shades out that are already available in limited supply. Anyway. Yeah. I had talked as re- a recent approved item. I like the Milani all-inclusive palette. The bronzer in there is great. And the Physician's Formula Butter Bronzer, I think, is still perhaps the greatest powder bronzer in the drugstore. I love that one. And mine's all broken up right now. I need to buy a new one. Speaking of Physician's Formula, I recently bought and freaking love the Physician's Formula Butter Glow Liquid Bronzer. You only need such a small little dose of it. Yeah. I love love it. Have a doe foot applicator? No, it comes out of a squeezy tube, and then I just put it on my hand and use a brush to apply it. It smells good. I love the glow it gives. I love it. Oh, that's exciting. Get get yourself some. I think Bethany Frankel just shared it, actually, too. But I'm telling you, (laughs) I did not buy it because of her. I bought it because of someone else, and I tried it and loved it. Eyeshadow at the drugstore. Go ahead. Well, I'm, like, weird about... A lot of my palettes are not drugstore palettes, but the ones I do have that I do really like, the first one is the Jason Wu Beauty Flora 9 Eyeshadow Palette. It's nine eyeshadows, and it's in the shade Matte Suede. Jason Wu is sold at Target. It's like hit and miss at some Targets that it's at. Mm -hmm. I was at the Target closest to a college lately, and that's where I found it at. Mm. I feel like the Target near like a big area where college age girls are going to buy makeup has a nice selection. (laughs) Yeah. I really like the colors in that. I love a matte, a matte finish. I also got CoverGirl has a new line called Clean Fresh. Or I guess it's just CoverGirl Clean. And they have this little, it may be quad, it may just be four colors and it's called Shimmering Beige. I really love the colors that are in there, and they all have this little bit of shimmer to it. Mm-hmm. It's not like glitter, you yeah. know? It's not offensive for everyday wear. I just really like it a lot. The last two that I love, one is an – and I don't know if this is considered drugstore. It's from Ulta. It's an Ulta brand, but it's $20. Is this too expensive for drugstore? I'm not, I don't think it is. It's the Everyday Faves eyeshadow palette. Again, it's like just muted – beiges, topes. Yeah. You know, like go to every day. Yeah. I'm not the kind of girl that's going to wear like a green shadow on her lid or a purple shadow or 
nothing crazy like that whatsoever. No, I wish that I was more fun, but I am not. Me too. I'm not either. Lastly, again, at that Target by the college, the ColourPop for Target Color Sticks eyeshadow duo in the shades, no big deal. I use them as eyeliners. I freaking love them. They don't move. They're amazing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. If you can find those, I actually found them on sale. They come in a duo? Yep. I think they had them a lot during the holidays. Like they were part of like their beauty sets. Mm -hmm. And I think they might be trying to move them out. Yeah, you should get it. The duo that I got, one is kind of like a bronzy stick color and the other is kind of like a darker purple. And Mm. I just love them. They're nice. Well, I also cheated a little bit. My number one favorite eye palette is from Sephora, but it's a drugstore price. It's their I Love palettes. I really like the Bloom line, but they have a number of different colorways. Full price, they're $14. Currently, they are on sale for under $10. And I don't know if that's like a permanent sale price as they clear them out because the Bloom line has been around for a while. But all of the I Love palettes, they just have great, they have great colors that work together. They're inexpensive. The pigmentation is nice. I really like them. But from the drugstore, Elf makes, they're called Bite Size Eyeshadow Palettes. They're $3. They have four colors. The pigmentation on those is great, and the color combos are great. Wet n' Wild has a nearly identical product. It's their Color Icon Shadow Palette that's $5. Other palettes I love, I've talked about it a million times, the Milani All-Inclusive Palette has eye colors in there. It is a warmer palette, so if you don't like warm colors, it's not for you. But it has three eye colors in there that I really like. And we used to love, and I... Notice this in my collection of the day, the Milani Most Wanted palette. I still love it. Forgot all about it until I saw it on your list. Partner <laughs> in Crime was the colorway yep. I liked. Milani yep. makes great eyeshadows as well. I gotta dig I, that I out. Palette. I don't know why because <laughs> Me I too. typically wear like two or three colors. Like I could do singles. I just never do. Yeah. Me neither. I don't palette think I own joy. I don't think I own one single. I don't either anymore. They're all palettes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk mascara, and I want you to go first because I know you have big thoughts on the L'Oreal. There's so many great drugstore mascaras. There really are, but I always go back to the L'Oreal Voluminous, just the original version. I like my lashes to be defined and full and fluffy, and that's what the L'Oreal Voluminous does for me. I did recently try a new mascara. It's from e.l.f. It's the dupe of Benefit's Roller Lash, which is a mascara that I really liked when it came out, and they call it Lash and Roll. I don't know how they're not getting sued for that. The packaging <laughs> is nearly identical as well. Oh, the really? It's the same. It's a good drugstore mascara, and what it's it's like very good at defining your individual lash. They claim that it curls your eyelashes. Mascara is not going to curl your eyelashes, y'all. <laughs> but it it does a really nice job of defining your eyelashes if you like that look. It's it's a pretty good $6 mascara compared to the Benefit's $18. Oh, 18 Wow. For me, I really like the Maybelline New York Volume Express, the Rocket Mascara. It's like a purpley blue tube with hot pink writing. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why I like it so much other than... It's stain power. Mm-hmm. That's that's the threshold for me. Like, yeah. if I wear it that day and it, I end up with like raccoon eyes. Forget it. It's done. Yeah. It's dead to me. Gone <laughs> in the trash. So, like, I like a mascara that is not going to transfer onto my face by the end of the day. And this one does that. This do one doesn't do that. Choose a waterproof mascara. Always, 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 always. 
So even some that I buy that are waterproof and still smudge and stuff, forget it. No. Do you have a hard time taking them off at the end of the day? Girl, you know I don't take my makeup off. <laughs> so you're just waking up with mascara on your eyes the next morning? Not, not always. Um, a hard time taking them off in the morning when you <laughs> no, take your- No, because I use a Lancome eye makeup remover that oh, I yeah. really like. It's like oil-based. No, I have no problem with it. Uh, that's a great eye makeup remover. Um. The lipstick lip gloss category could be enormous, so I chose to just focus on my current fave. Mm-hmm. Well, you and me both. We have the same. It's so good, and I didn't know you were using it, and I'm very glad that you like it, too. It's the new CoverGirl Yummy Gloss, although we're using two different col- four different colors. <laughs> we are. Two of us. Yeah. The only thing I hate about it is I hate the name, and the packaging is like it feels geared towards a way younger crowd. Yeah, like the font on it. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. I hate the name too, but it's a real non-sticky, juicy gloss. Mm-hmm. I kind of think all the colors are good because the wash of color is so minimal. I agree. Well, I have coconuts about you, and that's kind of just uh, almost a clear. <laughs> it's really not. It has like a little shimmer in it perhaps and it smells like coconuts and it smells really good and i have peach out which is obviously like a light wash of peach smells really good which which kinds do you have i have glamingo scents are they scents or colors (laughs) they're colors right i have glamingo pink which is like a real bubblegummy pink and but first a cosmo which is like a sheer bright pink but i'm telling you the wash of color is minimal like it looks Hmm. intense it's not both very wearable. They smell good. It's not one of those glosses where your lips feel worse after wearing them. Yeah. And I will tell you that, like, I like to layer them over a lipstick. So, yeah. yeah. Me too. They look nice. They're nice. I just feel like we're in a gl- real gloss renaissance. Like, there was a long time where people were not talking about lip gloss. We were all about, like, a matte, matte. Lip, a bold lip. And yeah. I have always worn lip gloss, even in those times. But I, there's so many like lip glosses and lip oils hitting the market right now. Oh yeah, there's the D- D- Dior lip oil is such a huge one right now. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of brands that are trying to do that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of options, but we both love this one. Mm-hmm. All right, that is by no means an exhaustive list. Just some things we love. They're in our regular makeup bag, and we grab for. We love to hear your drugstore favorites. You can always email us, Megan and Wendy at gmail.com, and we'll be right back with Megan and Wendy approved. We're back with our approved items for the week where we each share something we're using and loving, and man, could we not have more <laughs> super opposites, right? Distinctively different <laughs> items. Tell me about your approved item this week. Well, we were talking about vitamins earlier, and I'm going to share the vitamin D that I take. Yes. And this is for people who are vitamin D deficient, like myself. So if you know you are a vitamin D deficient, I suggest this. If you're not, please don't take this because it's a pretty intense dose. It's too much for you. Yes. It's a Replesta 50,000 IU vitamin D3. It comes in a chewable wafer and you take it once a week. What's a chewable wafer? Is that like a cookie? No, not that big. It's like a wacky wafer. You know what I'm talking about? Like a wacky wafer candy. I don't know what a wacky wafer is. Get out of town. It's, It's the size of like a half dollar, you know, like like a 
coin. Yeah, like a like a Laffy Taffy, like a Starburst. <laughs> it's round. And <laughs> is it chewy? No, it's it's crunchy. Crunchy. Okay. Yeah. And it doesn't taste bad. It's not cho- it's a little chalky, but not that bad. I've had worse. And I love it just because like I know I just need to take it once a week. And yeah. it's easy, easy, easy. I just take it on Sunday. Nice. So I gotta up those vitamin D levels. Right. Especially since we're living in Seattle now, apparently, with this I weather. Oh, it is actively raining right this minute. My approved item this week is a skincare item from Naturium. I love this line. I mean, I don't know why you're not pitching this company because you have sold so many things from, from this brand. Keep your eyes peeled in your inbox for a <laughs> podcast sponsorship pitch. It's their azelaic acid emulsion. Now, much of the Naturium skincare brand is carried at Target. This is not an item that is carried in stores in Target. I ordered it on Amazon. You can order it from the Naturium website or from the Target website. Azelaic acid is a new skincare ingredient to me, but... It is designed for redness and breakouts and skin texture. People with rosacea have reported good results from it. I do not have diagnosed rosacea, but I suspect that I have developed rosacea in my adult years. It's really nice at handling redness. And if you told me you could only have one skincare product in your lineup in addition to a cleanser and a moisturizer, I would pick this. A while ago, it would have been a BHA. Wow. I would use this. I have naturally pink skin to begin with. My skin's never going to not be pink undertoned. Mm -hmm. But across the bridge of my nose, on my cheeks, my chin, I get a lot of redness. And this has done an amazing job. Paula's Choice makes one. The Ordinary makes one. This is kind of the middle of the road one. And again, I've been so happy with Naturium products that I'm really loving this. And it's really gentle on the skin. Doesn't irritate the skin at all. There's no purge after using it. Does it like uh, reduce redness immediately when once you put it on? I would say like over a period of a several day usage. It's not like a green product that's going to cancel out redness. Yeah. I'm not sure. Applying it, I immediately notice a reduction. But certainly after several days of use, I notice a difference. Gotcha. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. If you love this podcast, we love your five-star ratings and reviews. You can leave them directly in your Apple Podcast app. Even if you've been listening for a long time, now's the time. If you're a brand new listener, now's definitely the time. We'd love for you to follow us on Instagram. We are at Megan and Wendy, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.